Good evening and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging and thank you for joining us tonight for this special spooktacular one-shot. Um, we're going to be playing a brand new game by Grant Howitt and Will Kirby published by Rowan Rook and Deckard called Eat the Reich. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna punch some Nazis and deal with some supernatural threats and enjoy ourselves. But before we get that far, I'm gonna have the players introduce themselves and they're gonna tell us their favorite vampire movie, book, or cartoon. You'll get to actually meet their characters uh, once the story gets moving. So let's start with Ashley. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Flint, my favorite vampire. Uh, show was Castlevania. Uh, Queen of the Damned was very transformative in my life growing <laughs> that awakened some things in me. Um, and yeah, good movies. Also, I think Blade, so I'm all over good. the place. No, that's all good stuff. Uh, all right, uh, Long, how about yeah, you? So Favorite I'm vampire long. movie, vampire media? I've actually seen not much. But I'm gonna go with something I do know, which is anime. So Kizu Monogatari is a three-part series movie that involves vampires, and that's a good one. Nice, nice. I, I have not heard of that. I will have to look that one up. Jeff. Hey, uh, I'm playing Chuck, which is hilarious for so many reasons. Uh, <laughs> but um my oh man, so many. Uh I really have a fondness for Lost Boys because uh, vampires in the 80s go together really well. Near Dark is a great movie. Aaron and I were talking about that before stream. That's a really, really good movie, often overlooked. Uh, Book-wise, I am a sucker for old school Dracula, the Bram Stokers. I love, uh, I've taught it in class before, just like the epistolary form and everything is really cool. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that works. That works. I like it. Melissa. Uh, yeah, so I'm playing Arena, and uh, for me, the first kind of vampire movie that I really remember watching is Blade. Nice. And not to be left out, I will say a couple of my favorite vampire books other than Bram Stoker's Dracula is John Stakely's Vampires, the novel, not the movie. Not that the movie was bad, but the novel was much better, and Midnight Mass by F. Paul Wilson. And if uh, and if you want some vampiric comedy, I'm going back to 1979 with Love at First Bite, starring George Hamilton and Susan St. James. But that's enough of that. It's time for us to uh, to jump into some fun. The year is 1943 and Europe is at war. The Allied forces created a loose-knit organization of vampires, walking corpses, morally gray necromancers, and one hell of an administrative staff six months ago as their last chance at victory against the Axis forces. This organization is codenamed FANG. No, FANG does not stand for anything. Our camera focuses in on the interior of a modified B-32 Dominator bomber outfitted with state-of-the-art sorceress obfuscation plating and a tactical drop coffin deployment system. Quartermaster's note, a tactical drop coffin is a reinforced steel box rigged with pressurized cylinders of premium high-quality nun's blood. Footnote to the Q-note. Said blood is willingly donated by members of Fang's on-site convent, Our Lady of Perpetual Ruin. 
Now back to the show. As our camera pans, we see the interior of the bomber is illuminated by dull red light that washes the hangar bay in shades of blood. Sergeant Major Rust paces back and forth on steel plates. Now listen up, you deadbeat, long-toothed coffin huggers. This last six months has led us to this point. This is the final move. To recap. Your mission is to drop into Paris, outside the Eiffel Tower's wards, strike through the city, engaging the Nazi scum as required to gain access to the Fuhrer's Zeppelin atop said tower. There you will drain Hitler dry and throw his broken carcass to the pavement below. Make no mistake, it will be hell on the ground. The Nazis are as thick in the city as a cloud of flies on a pile of dog crap. But I have faith. Carnage is your art form. So get down there and pick me a masterpiece. Hoorah! With that, Sergeant Major Rust walks over to the large lever mounted towards the front of the bomber. May God or the devil watch your back. Now get it done. Rust salutes the drop coffins as the leather lever is thrown, the hatches open, and the coffins fall towards Paris as the sun dips below the horizon in the west. Our camera pans down and looks as the coffins silently fly at terminal velocity towards the ground. First, we see Paris at a distance, and then slowly it comes into focus. We see ourselves falling faster and faster. We're above a what a cathedral. It looks like, yes, the coffins are targeting a cathedral as they fall. We look inside through the stained glass windows, and we see an SS Obersturmbahnführer standing, it appears, waiting at the head of a wedding party. The pews are full, a bride is marching up the aisle, and then a cacophony of noise as the first coffin strikes the ceiling, burrowing through. The bells in the, in the steeple break free and crash down into the altar. One by one, the four coffins strike through and hit the ground. All we hear is screaming and terror as the crowds duck beneath the pews, the officer at the front, the bridegroom, scuttling back, mewling like a child, pulling aback, terrified. The two squadron of honor guard fall behind pews. And then silence. Absolute silence. The rafters creak. The dust begins to settle. People begin to look up from behind the pews. The Nazi officers who were there to attend the wedding. Some begin to chuckle. The bombs did not explode. But near the front, the SS Obersturmbahnführer, he knows. He sees the silver boxes. And he understands. He squeals and jumps to his feet and runs down the length of the cathedral, 
slams into his would-be bride, knocking her to the ground, throws open the doors and screams, Lompiri! as he runs down the stairs. Everyone looks at him, confused, un not understanding. And then we hear <laughs> the seals on the coffins begin to break. Within those coffins, our four would-be commandos had been reduced to viscera and boiling blood, broken bones, pulped flesh and bile until that nun's blood had filled the coffins, feeding them, nurturing them, reforming them. But they are hungry. They are ever so hungry. And first coffin to burst free from its lid is Flint's. Ashley, tell us about Flint and tell us what Flint looks like and then tell us what Flint does. So... Flint was born in a cave and they were driven out by Nazis. So they have a bit of a vendetta. Uh, he's half bat, half human, mostly bat, uh, because that's all you see come bursting out of here is just wings with like talons, sharp talons at the end, his little feet with sharp talons. And you just hear as this thing bursts out and immediately just starts attacking the nearest Nazi operative. So what we, in this game, the mechanics of this game are as follows. So uh, for everybody at home watching, you have an objective. So in a cinematic location, um, you have something that you need to accomplish to move out of that location and move yourself one step closer to the Eiffel Tower and the mm -hmm. Fuhrer's Zeppelin at the top. So here at the St. Medard Church, the objective is to punch a hole in the attacking lines and get out of there. It takes eight successes to get through this objective. As I've said, you see two squadron of enemy Nazi infantry who are the honor guard for this, and they will be resisting you getting through that objective. So what happens at this point is Flint will describe what he's doing. So and, don't go ahead. If we're trying to get out of here to to head to like the next location, then Flint will scramble to like the nearest door, obviously, and deal with anybody who's there so that uh, whoever's next can get the door open and we can get out. Okay. So what you'll do then is you pick one of your stats, uh brawl. Uh, con, which is like lying, fix, which is fix, literally repairing things or modifying structures, search is looking for ways to get through things, shoot is shooting, sneak is sneaking, and terrify is scare the crap out of people. You pick one of those, um, and you roll the dice pool associated with that. Uh, if you have any equipment that you want to use or any blood powers you want to use, to help that, those add additional dice. Now, I had told everybody at the beginning, because of the horrible injuries they sustained due to the drop, they're all only set at one blood point to start. Now, resisting Flint is this these infantry squads of Nazis. So what they do is they, uh, they will roll their dice... Um, and their successes, if they have successes that Flint doesn't deal with, 
Um, Flint could potentially get injured as he or they try to work their way through this. Okay. Um, I want to terrify. I love it. I love it. So you build your dice pool um, with your terrify stat. Um, is there any gear or any blood powers you want to use to amp that up? Not for terrify. I need more blood. Okay. So in this game, a four and a, a four and a five each oh. give you one success, and a six gives you two successes. Under normal circumstances, a one, two, three uh, are discarded. Um, and the way that the vampire can allocate their dice, their successes, is they can reduce the objective. They can reduce the threat's effectiveness. They can defend themselves against successful attack dice. Okay. They can feed on Nazi blood, or they can activate a special. So Flint is going to roll their terrified dice, and I'm going to roll the dice for the Nazi squad. I would like to brawl instead. Okay. Because I have an ability, imp uh, improvised projectile. I mark my one blood and I'm going to chuck something large and heavy a surprising distance. So Flint is going to pick up my coffin that I came out of and I'm going to throw it at these guys guarding the door. Nice, nice. Uh, describe what it looks like when you do that. So Flint is not... the. Flint is like the size of like a fruit, uh, like one of those really large fruit bats. Um, so maybe like three feet tall, three feet, four feet or something like that. Not human sized. And you just see this small thing. It's bloody, gross, disgusting. It was just reborn effectively. And you watch as it grabs it. And as it's clutching onto it, it's its wings kind of like break a little bit and change and they look a little bit like human arms very muscular arms as it just trucks it and as it's throwing it it screams i love it <laughs> all right and, yeah uh i rolled three successes for the squad resisting you so um, uh, everything four and up is a success, right? Yep. A four is a success. A five is a success. A six is two successes for you, but only one success for me. Okay. I've got a four, a four, and a six, and then a one. So okay. So you got four, success, uh, four total successes, and you can either put them against uh, reducing the threat, reducing the objective, or protecting yourself. Um, I'm a little guy. So I'm going to put three towards them and then one towards the objective. Okay, so you're putting three points to protect yourself against the damage they did. And they only did three, so you're nullifying that. And one towards the objective. Okay, so you're reducing the objective. So what's it look like as you reduce this objective and basically uh, prevent this squad from, from, from damaging you? So how it happens to land is it just kind of pushes them up against the wall and kind of forms a barrier between Flint and them that uh, is preventing them from able to immediately get back at them. So what you see is these Nazi, this Nazi squad is beginning to come up and they're preparing to fire. Uh, but this steel co coffin just comes scraping across the top of the pews, bangs into their helmets, knocks them back down on their asses, and breaks, starts to break a hole in the front of the cathedral, uh, maybe allowing for an exit point. Flint, tell me who the next vampire is to burst free from their coffin. 
D6, and it is Irina. Okay, so, Melissa, so, tell me what Irina looks like and what she's doing. So, as uh, Irina is coming out of her coffin, she is slightly injured, but she looks kind of relatively nonplussed by this. And so she has very kind of light white hair um, and kind of uh, pink and purple kind of makeup and this kind of old timey um, like purple suit. And she's just sort of very nonchalantly just sort of brushing off like her, you know, kind of collar and sleeves and just uh, not, not the way to travel, not the best way to travel. Uh, and then she sort of steps out and she looks around and she notices that she's in um, beautiful surroundings in this kind of chapel area. Mm -hmm. And she just sort of lifts her voice up a bit um, and she just says, oh, my, what a day it is here. I do believe we should all take ourselves outside. Outside is where we all want to go. Um, and so she's trying to use her dark glamour ability, mm -hmm. um, which gets a plus for being in dark surroundings. So I have to mark a blood for this. Okay. So you go down to um, zero blood, but you get a bonus dice. And we are in beautiful settings, so that would be two bonus dice. Uh, so those nearby are mesmerized by your unearthly visage. Okay, well, you see this other, the second squad is, 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 is forming up, um, but they don't do as well. Um, they only had, they only, they, they got one success. So you see one guy is shaking off your glamour and looks like he's raising his rifle to take a shot at you. Okay. And so which ability would this, would this be terrifying? Well, I would say, yeah, I mean, you could, basically you can make a choice but i think terrify is reasonable you're, you're you're forcing them into compliance but you're using guile instead of fear so yes that would absolutely work okay and or con because i mean con is swaying them through not through lies and flattery or charisma so either one of those yeah i, I think i'll take terrify I take it. sort of um and then it's a plus one die for the beautiful surroundings okay um so but you really you activated the ability right yes and then it gives you an additional plus one if you're in a in a beautiful surrounding. Yes. So it's oh, two, I see. What you're I see. Yep. No, I get it now. Okay. All right. Rolling five dice. Two, 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 four, five. Okay. Uh, two, 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 four, five. So you got two successes. Um, you can you can apply them towards the objective. You can apply them to reduce the threat. You can apply them to offset any damage you might suffer. Uh, so he had one success. So I'll apply one he got to that. One. Okay. And then I'll apply the second to the objective because I'm trying to get everyone to go outside, which is going oh, to ease our task to go outside. You actually see a, quite a few of the guests. Most of the guests were already confused and terrified and hearing this rational, beautiful woman's voice composed, clearly giving them the right, uh, you know, the right answers. They start filing out in a, in a fog. You can see they, they can't quite even understand what they're doing. But um you saw that nazi swing his gun at you and begin to raise it and then you just stared at him and your eyes pierced through him and his jaw went a little slack and a little drool came down and he lowered his rifle for a moment uh under the full effect of your mesmeric power 
So, Arena, what is, who is the next vampire to burst forth from their coffin? All right. Uh, let's do Cosgrave. As my guts and my skin are forming inside my coffin, some of the Nazis come up and wait for me to come out. Once I hear those footsteps, I kick my door open, mm-hmm. pull out my sawn-off shotgun, and just start blasting. I love it. I love it. So that's clearly shoot, and you're using uh, one mark of your shotgun. And once again, no, so for people at home, um, everyone has um, equipment, gear that they that's part of their character, and they only have a certain number of uses for it. So when they use it, they mark it off once. But there's always the opportunity to loot new gear as they move through Paris. So they should feel free. So you pull it out. This Nazi, the first Nazi squad got up and they were flanking around to come at the coffins after that first coffin came flying at them. And right as they were getting in position, you come out. They only get two successes on their uh, on their roll. So two of them have weapons drawn and are prepared as you come out shooting. Shoot is two. My shotgun gives me one. And then being point blank gives me two extra. Okay, so you're at five. Six, two, fours, and a five. Okay, so uh, that's great. That's uh, five successes. Uh, and they only got two successes on their own, so you could whittle down the effectiveness of their attack if you wanted, or you could just take the injury. So you can reduce the objective, you can reduce the threat, you can reduce their effectiveness against you. Or with the six, you could activate a special if you wanted. I'll spend two to reduce their threats. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's one for damage. Uh, or you can is... you can reduce the object. So your objective is down to six at this point. You've got three left. So you could reduce the objective. In other words, you're making a clear path for you to get out. You could reduce the threat themselves. So basically you shoot them and reduce their effectiveness against you in the following rounds, if there is a following round. Um, or you can bite one of them and get some blood points back. Mm. Okay, so I have two to defend against their attacks. Mm -hmm. I'll do one to advance the objective. Mm -hmm. Then I'll spend my crit special here. I've got a back pocket hex. So Mm -hmm. as I come out and shoot, I also reach my back pocket, breaking a twig. All of a sudden, sends the candles in the cathedral up. Their wax goes to their eyes, and they're a bit blinded, which reduces their threat by attack rating by one. Oh, nice, nice. Excellent. So describe how all that looks as you come out of your coffin shotgun blazing. Yeah, Cosgrove is a man. He's from East London. He's got slick black hair. He's got ritual markings because he's a necromancer. Comes out, pulls out a shotgun, just blasts the first Nazi he sees. There's blood everywhere, and the candles all of a sudden start levitating. The wax just flying through the air and attaching to these eyes. You see these Nazis fall back from this shotgun blast. Uh, two of them are injured. Then this this horrible flood of burning wax just coats the faces of these Nazis as they fall back screaming. You can smell the flesh starting to burn as our last vampire bursts from his coffin. What's Chuck look like? Well, Chuck looks, uh, he looks confused as he pops out 
and he's facing the wrong way. He's got his guns drawn. They're they're Betsy. They're Maria's like, I'm coming for you. I object to this win. Shit, where'd everyone go? And he turns around and he sees Cosgrave and he's got an old nasty looking white hat on. He's got a neck teeth. He's got a lapel that's an ear. And he looks over towards Cosgrave, who's got a shotgun in his hand. Did you did you say the line? Did you say it, shotgun wedding? It just you didn't say it, didn't you? I can see in your face you didn't say it. You gotta make it look good, man. No, I didn't have time. And so you didn't have time. I've been whatever. And so he's looking around. Is the uh is is like the 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 big guy still here? The is the groom still here? Absolutely. I mean, if he, okay. whatever you want. He, yeah. he he yelled. He he went out and yelled, and then he's coming back for his bride after I had a second thought. Okay, so he comes back. You know, my pardon me, Padre. I object to this wedding. I am deeply in love with this bride to be. What's your name, sweetheart? Sweet. What's your name? Uh, um, Clement, uh, Clementine. Clementine. Uh. Nomen something. Uh, okay. So anyhow, I, I'm gonna, so I'm, I want to, so Chuck is gonna, gonna kind of call out, hey, uh, hey, groom man, grooming, yeah, you, no, not you, you, and he's gonna you point, look. yeah, he's pointing, he's pointing at the groom, and he wants to, he's trying to call him out, I will do you an honorable manner for the love of dear, uh, Fraulein Clementine something or other. I will see you put in the ground. And he loosens his luger, sends, loosens his luger and his sidearm, and he, he marches towards you with a okay. with a faithful goose step. Okay, now I hate to tell you this, it's gonna be a menage a trois because I got I know you don't like the French too much, but I got I got me already. I got Betsy. And I got Maria. I'm about to get your darn Clementine too. <laughs> and so he's gonna start uh, shooting uh, at the guy with his uh, with his guns. I so I'm gonna it. use shoot. I'm immediately gonna use Betsy and Maria, which is one of my equipment. I'm trying to duel specifically. Yep, he's there. One -on -one. He's there with you. So I'm getting like five dice here. Okay. You hear the the music for High Noon playing in the background as this Nazi starts to go for his Luger. All right. Okay. He's peeling wax off hat. his face. <laughs> you see? It's white. I mean, it was white once. It's not like it's been dirty. You will be going back to the ground for very long. Oh, not I don't think so. I don't think so. Air, air, for whatever your name is. Uh, okay, so a six, a four, a four, a three, and a one. So. Yeah. So four successes. Six, yeah, so four successes. And then because I rolled a one. Uh, we'll get that in a second. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So he goes to draw his Luger and it gets caught in his holster and is is because he's not used to wearing this uh, his, his dress uniform and it hikes it up and he doesn't even clear his gun because he got zero successes. Oh, well, boom, boom. <laughs> and then he actually starts pulling the trigger because he like he, he made the sounds first uh, and then he fires the trigger. Um, uh, Let's see. I'll just do, I mean, I'll just do all damage. I just want to blow him away. Uh, so I'll do critical plus two damage. Um, and then I'll take, I'll use one of my regular successes to get an extra blood. I'm going to stock up some blood. And mm -hmm. then, so I'll do, I'll do three damage to three damage and I'll, I'll take one for blood. 
Okay. What's it look like as you're shooting him and then and then race forward to take his blood? What's that? How's that look? Yeah, so I'm fire, fire, fire. I'm like, I'm like, hi, be with you a second, Clementine. One moment, please. And he's just going to reach down uh, and he's going to look at the guy. Oh, man, you got all messy. Oh, 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 that's tasty. <laughs> like right in his chest, like right where the bullets went. Oh, mm, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then he just kind of lifts up. He's like, whew, you see, he looks over at Cosgrave. You see, I had like 10 lines. I said like 10 things. Plenty of time. Plenty. One sec. <laughs> it comes back up again. He's like dunking his head into a punch bowl. So the uh, SS Oberstrombahnführer uh, dies. Uh, and then we find ourselves at the beginning. And you see more Nazis, uh, more Nazi infantry starting to wake their way in. In this game, there's an interesting uh, reinforcement rule. So at the beginning of every round, if you reduce one of them, uh, a threat to zero, a new threat comes at half that threat value, and then all the remaining threats' attack values go up by one. So a new group, it's not a full squad of, of Nazis come in. They might have been honor guard outside or waiting by the car. They count, A couple more Nazis come rushing in. Um, and then you see outside, you see uh, what looks like a sharpshooter setting up out there with the, with the open doors. You've reduced your objective to five, uh, but you're still trapped within the church. Uh, and we're back at the beginning. You guys choose among yourself who wants to go first. All vampires get to go. Uh, and then we will see as more Nazis pour in and more stupefied civilians pour out. Uh, I'll go. Uh, Flint is ravenous, especially now that he's uh, caught down the to scent zero of blood. blood. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of witness as Flint kind of gets jittery and then just sort of quickly on all fours just launches himself at the ones who got kind of stuck underneath the coffin mm -hmm. and i'm gonna brawl attack and i'm gonna use my seal gouging claws and flint nice. is going for the eyes because they're his favorite and uh i'm also ravenous so if i'm in melee combat i gain three blood sweet so let me roll this Ooh, they did okay this time So their uh, their attack goes up by one die. So now the Nazis in the second round are rolling five dice. So it's one of the reasons clearing the objectives are critical because they get more powerful every round, basically. Okay. I got one, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. They got three. So you you go piling into them, but their guns are going off. They're firing. Uh, how do you want to spend your successes? Um, so you, I'll spend two just to fend them off. So I'll take one. Okay. And then um, I'll spend the other three for the objective. Okay. And then so you're 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 you you plow into them, knocking them back and and really kind of opening a way. You're almost you can you can see the night skies of Paris outside, and you know you're almost free of this of this cathedral of blood. Um, but you do take an injury. So look at your character sheet. Mm -hmm. You see at the bottom where it says injury. Roll a d6 and tell me which injury line you're on. I got two. My teeth are smashed. 
So what happens is uh, as you're as you're you're literally tearing these people's bodies apart and you're you're shoving flesh and blood into your mouth as you eat and you bite down on this guy's rib. Um, but his bones are a little harder than you were expecting and it cracks your teeth as you're tearing his heart out. And Flint, it sucks, but he doesn't necessarily mind because that means his teeth are just that much sharper. And <laughs> he's feasting. And then the next thing you know, he like leans up and he looks over at the rest of them. And these uh, these Nazis are terrified by this. Uh, and they're they're all pulling back towards the walls of the cathedral. Flint sees the broken double doors uh, and is so close to to getting free of the cathedral. Flint, who is the next vampire to react to this attack? Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, Cosgrove. Great. So, it's mine again. Um... So you see one of the you see the the officer is down and and uh, Chuck is is feasting on him. You see Flint feasting on part of the other a squad of Nazis, and you see two other squads of Nazis and what looks like maybe a sniper in the distance. Um, but you see the doors, the main doors to the chapel are open, and you know you're almost free of this cathedral. Never graceful these two. <laughs> I say I just march outside. I'll wait for you there. Okay, so what kind of action are you taking to just leave the church? Is it a sneak? Is it a, is it a con? So you're like swaying Nazis? Or, I'm going to you know, do just... a little sneaking here while they're distracted with the ravening beast. I like it. And Chuck's monologue. Maybe they're I like not it. interested in me here. So as you're walking out, you're walking basically towards a sniper's nest. So we'll see how they do. As you walk out. Awesome. I have three and sneak. Nice. Three successes. Nice. So uh, you see the sniper and you see them see you, uh, but just out of the corner of their eye and they fire. Um, you know that bullet is going to hit you unless you react to it. So they got two successes. So uh, you could, you would take an injury, uh, just a minor injury if, if you let the attack go through. But what's it look like as you're sneaking out of this cathedral and you see them? I'll have two defend from the attack. Okay. So I'm sneaking behind the pews in the environments. Mm -hmm. That will give me cover. In advancing the objective. That's okay. my third one. Nice. So what we see is Cosgrave. You see him get close to the door. You hear a sniper's bullet. Uh, and you see him duck quickly and kind of yank a pew up and catch the bullet. And in so doing, he flips out into the night. And then you see that cause a shift in all of the Nazi forces. They're trying to figure out if they should be tracking in the, in the cathedral or out. And you have a clear route out. Your objective has been met. So you can flee the cathedral. You move into the Parisian night. Um, you're familiar. Part of your briefings were a general idea of, of the city of Paris. There was no clear uh, way to know where you were going to land within the city because of the wards. 
uh, that the Nazis have put in place closer to the Eiffel Tower. But you know from here, if you move deeper into the city, uh, you're almost on the very footsteps of the German Technology Pavilion. And that from the German Technology Pavilion, uh, if you can make your way through that, it's a you're within easy striking distance of the Eiffel Tower uh, once you get through perhaps the fairgrounds. So you slide into the night, into the darkness. No one catches where you're going. There's such chaos at the cathedral that no one sees the four of you slip into the darkness and make your way closer to the German Technology Pavilion. It's about 250 yards sliding through between the shadows, but you do hear in the distance the sirens start and the, this particular pattern of silence, siren, this wailing is announcing that there has been an occult attack on Paris. The code for vampire is embedded within this siren. So you know that there are those within the city that will be aware that you are here. Not perhaps yeah. what your ultimate goal is, but they will know that a squad of commando vampires has entered Paris. Chuck will look around and everyone, y'all hear that? Uh, there must be some other kind of vampires here. We're not the only ones. As he's like <laughs> eating a liver like it's a peach, just, oh, mm. Oh, yeah, and this fella, he was a drinker, this one. Oh, I'm feeling dizzy. And he has stuffed into his pockets. You can just see the arms and legs of this guy and various organs. He's just billowing over uh, with pieces. Just snacks for later, you know? It's a long hike to that tech place or whatever we're going. And you know, you want anyone want a snack? No. Yes, no, please. No. I, I, I would actually very much enjoy a, a, a snack. Yes, do, do you... What okay. else do you have and he's gonna he's gonna take out one of these bloody <laughs> chunks of of this officer and like it's a like he's just wringing out a towel he's just gonna hold it above arena's head oh, yes, and just yes, squeeze yes, and yes, squeeze yes, here you go d i was like baby imagine. bird except you know i didn't chill it. it yeah no it's all right it's good good and warm thank you very much we're going rule of fun uh arena gets one blood point uh as uh <laughs> As Chuck squeezes a, a Nazi officer's leg and, and feeds her like a baby bird. <laughs> you move through the darkness, through the night, um, and you get close to the German Technology Pavilion. You see banners strung up on the outside of the pavilion promising the future of warfare. You hear suspicious hissing noises coming from within grinding noises you've been briefed that there might be advanced weapons within this within the pavilion but you know that this large building it's got hangar bays in it and showing off future tanks and things if you can sneak through the pavilion um you'll cut miles off of your journey and reduce the likelihood that nazi squadrons will find you on the open streets so you Quietly so, enter. I'm gonna yes. assist with this. Mm -hmm. uh, I have an ability sense heartbeat, so I mark and spend one blood, and I can sense the heartbeat of living beings through walls and obstacles to help us avoid people as we sneak through this location. Wonderful. So as you get close, um, and you're 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 feeling and you're sensing through there, you actually only sense one life form within there. Um, 
towards the middle of it, uh, but it's it's odd. It's not like it's not like the normal feeling you get when you sense a, a normal human. You know the 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 not, it's not the right temperature. You know you're not the, your senses are not picking up the normal temperature. It's you can tell it's one individual, but it almost seems like it has multiple hearts beating within a single chest. Mm. There's something very odd about what is going on within the German technology pavilion. Um, you do know that it's going to be difficult to get through the pavilion quietly, uh, and you could easily be trapped within the pavilion if others find you here. Uh, mechanically, the objective for getting through the pavilion is nine. Um, but as you enter it, you get in, you see, you see displays in the beginning, and then you see you're moving towards a giant open gallery. And within that open gallery, you see some very interesting things. You see first a large, looks like a, a prototype tank of some sort with a, with a giant quadruped weapon platform on it and some other turret that has some sort of a dish on it. This in the game terms is what's called a secondary objective. So there are secondary objectives you can also do. And one of them within here is to power up this weapon platform. And it takes five. It's a, it's a five objective to do that. But in so doing, you could potentially use this quadruped weapon platform uh, or this microwave array tour. But the other thing that catches your eye within this room, standing on a giant pedestal lit by spotlights from four different directions, is a statue at first is what you think, but then it moves. And you see it's a nine-foot-tall man, and he's pulling this hose down, this electrical conduit, and he plugs it into the back of his head. And he jitters to life. And you see in one arm, he's got, instead of his arm ending in arm, it looks like a cannon. And the other is this giant claw-like thing. And he cracks his neck and he looks down at you. And he, all of the sh storm shutters in the building slam down. And he, he laughs. Oh, 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 yes, come. Come, little vampires. I was made. I was made for you. Is uh, that where all the hearts are inside? Is inside that thing? <laughs> so I can't, I, I can't hear you. As uh, Chuck did not go the last couple of steps, he, like when he said dibs, he just ran right over to the platform <laughs> and he was like leaving like the sleeves of various organs that he had been snacking on behind him as he goes. He's pulling out from his toolbox and he's going to try to start jury rigging, getting this thing up and going. This, uh, this, this, this platform thing. Uh, and he's going to use fix for it, which is his, his honestly, his best skill. Uh, and then I'm going to use my tool belt. <laughs> Uh, and then, Aaron, would you say this is jury rigging? This is definitely jury rigging, yes. Okay, so that's another die. Uh, okay, so uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, well, I got me, I rolled six total dice. I got a five, a four, and a four. That's three successes. And then I got a six. That's two more. So I'm just going to go ahead and say... I'm going to put all five towards this objective, if that's all right. That is all right. And, you know, while you were working with it, at first you thought 
that you weren't going to be able to understand the technology. It's it's in German. You don't speak German. But in, res in my attempt to resist this, I got zero successes. So you quickly figure it out and seize control of this quadruped weapon platform. So it has four shots. Um, and it, you get an additional dice for shrugging off incoming fire. I'm going to give you two additional dice on your shoot check next turn as you fire this thing off. So Arena, Flint, Cosgrave, you see... Uh, you see this horrible Frankensteinian monster come lumbering off this platform, electricity coursing through its body, black bile coming out of its mouth and dripping out of its chest as Chuck runs behind you and starts tinkering with a piece of machinery. What do you do? And you just hear him, by the way, when he when he's successful, he's like, Yeehaw! It calls great! <laughs> Check this out! <laughs> he's tempted to just fire <laughs> randomly before he even shoots at the thing. <laughs> What would you like to do? You know your objective is to get through the pavilion, and that's a nine-slot objective. You'd see this giant Frankensteinian monster, the Star Soldat, coming towards you, and uh, and Chuck is is taking care of business behind you. Uh, this walking has gotten me hungry. And this is quite the meal in front of us. And I'm going to try to sneak behind him undetected first. Okay. Give me your sneak roll. It'll be three. Only one success this time. He got four successes. As, as you're sneaking behind him, you actually see eyes open in the side and the backs of his head. These horrible, large, red eyes. And they're tracking you. Just put the one towards the objective of getting out of the gallery. Okay, so you put one towards the objective. He got four. So you take two injuries. So roll a d6. d6. A five? A five. So on your character sheet, what's a five correspond to on the injury? My grip. Oh, I see. My grimoire is damaged. Okay, and that's the first one. What's the second one? Below uh, it. Wards compromise. I can't mark blood to use abilities. Okay, oh, so no. both of those have happened. So you can't use blood at the moment, and your wards are disabled. And because he got four unaccounted for successes, you're pinned. So what happens is these red eyes open behind you, and this cannon arm that's pointing forward, the joint just flips back behind you and it shoots this pillar that you were right next to. And this concrete pillar comes down and crushes you flat against the ground. It just damages your grimoire and your wards all break and you are flattened. So Cosgrave is now also a secondary objective. He is pinned and that is, we're going to call it a uh, two objective. So someone needs to get two successes against Cosgrave's objective to save him. Um, and then after Cosgrave is saved, he can spend blood. No, he can't spend blood. Someone is going to have to spend blood for him. Give him blood to heal him. Um, okay. So Arena sees this happening. And so she sort of just is exasperated. And so she kind of, you know, kind of fumbles through sort of like inside her suit. And she very kind of properly pulls out this cavalry saber. Um, and she just sort of like kind of gathers everything and she just sort of 
um, kind of from a little out of nowhere. She's very sort of old money looking to her. And she just sort of very properly yells, and a charge. And so she just <laughs> takes off because that's one of the things that she can do huh? um, is she gets an additional dice for charging. And so she's just going to try to run through uh, this individual with her magic cavalry saber. I love it. God. I'm rolling three rocks here, guys. Sorry. Dice. I'm rolling three dice. Does your cavalry saber give you an extra one? Right? Yes, yeah, sorry. I keep forgetting that. So it's the saber and the, the charge gives you. charging. And then the two brawl. Yeah, two fours. Two fours. Okay, so that's uh, two successes. I got four successes again because I'm rolling uh, my wonderful Blades in the Dark Norse Foundry dice and they always roll rocks. <laughs> so uh, you got two successes. I got four how do you want to spend your successes? You could. So I would like to spend. Um, how many successes will it take to unpin Con Cosgrove? Uh, Cosgrave. Two. Two. I will spend. The don't forget, just like with Long, if you don't, def if you don't cancel, if you don't defend the attacks coming that you're just going to replace long. Yeah, like, you true. could do that, that's pick true. him up and then you get knocked down. So that's true. that's true. So I'll do a one and a one. I'll do one to defend and one to towards uh, getting him unpinned. Okay. So uh, describe what that looks like, what you're doing to. Uh... So she just sort of has this run that just she's very properly kind of getting herself in her stance and then suddenly just a blur um, that she's just kind of coming kind of sideways. And so she's trying to sort of skewer uh, this individual that's got Cosgrave. Um, and she sort of does a little bit and kind of pulls aside just a bit, but then finds that she sort of needs to move it up to kind of guard against this attack on herself. So part of this pillar gets knocked off Cosgrave. And what you see is this thing's head just spins exorcist style and you hear the popping sound of his of the grating vertebrae pop 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 as it head his head tracks you and his jaws distend and you hear them breaking and he vomits out this hot liquid black tarry substance and it burns across your body roll me a d6 for your injuries that is a five and what's so the five for arena shoulder injury and what's the second level of that? <laughs> Arm removed. So what happens is this black, black, viscous, burning fluid strikes you in your arm. Uh, not your cavalry, not your saber arm. It's the arm you were lifting. Um, and you feel your entire arm disintegrate. You feel first the flesh just bake off. Then the muscles explode from the heat and the bones shatter. Uh, and everything from your elbow down is completely disintegrated, uh, and you've got nothing but bone on the from the elbow up to your shoulder. Definitely, some healing is due, uh, but you are not pinned. You're just so. What is when and when that arm gets popped off? What is the negative for Arena at that point? Uh, I can only use one item per turn. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, who would be the next vampire to act, Arena? Uh, Flint. So Flint, uh, you see Cosgrave get buried under rubble. You see Arena charge over there and start to un 
Takem before her arm gets completely burned off of her body. What's Flint do? So Flint first kind of just shakes their head in disappointment because nobody listened to what he said. Nobody decided to go with, with Flint's plan. And um, so Flint just charges at this thing and he's going to spend a blood to do an advance called ooze form. So I can... You can't, you can't use that until you've drank the blood of a, of, of a soldier like this. You can only use your... Got you know it. Okay. But once you unlock an advance, like once you drink the blood of a super soldier, you okay. can unlock an advance and then you can use it at any point you want thereafter. Got it. Okay. That's what I misread. Okay. I will then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to attempt to use my seal claws to help brawl against this to help um, Cosgrave. Sounds good. And remember, every every time you use your equipment, mark off one. And when you get to that last box, you get and you get two dice instead of one dice. Okay, yeah. So I have used this twice. I have two more. Okay. Uh, I'm in melee combat. I'm getting some blood. Oh, yeah. Okay, my new dice are rolling really well today. I got a six, a four, a four, and then a one and a one. Six, a four, and a four, so you got four successes. Yep. Uh, I will tell you, as you're coming in a brawling against this thing, the thick armor plating on it is really hard to push through to actually get to any flesh and blood. Mechanically speaking, there are some threats you face that have a challenge rating, um, okay. and they negate a certain number of successes. So this creature, this Stalsodot, has a challenge rating of two, so it would negate two successes against the, uh, the threat. Like, if you applied it against his threat level, it would reduce it by two. Not necessarily anything else. So how are you going to allocate your four successes? I will tell you this now. He got three successes. Um. So Ariana put one towards Cosgrave, so I'll put one towards yep. him and three towards the creature. Okay. So you reduce his threat rating by one. Yeah. Are, are you putting against him or against the damage he was going to do to you? The damage he would do to me. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good, good. So uh, what's it look like as his this giant claw of his is coming down to rake at you? How is it that you managed not to get hit by it as you free Cosgrave? Flint is so aerodynamic. So he swoops underneath it and he kind of distracts it a little bit by just kind of quickly moving around too fast. So when it goes to hit me, it gets off of Cosgrave moves, hits over to the side, and while it's slowly ripping it from the ground, Flint comes around and grabs Cosgrave, and he had some body part on him, and he just spits the blood just straight in Cosgrave's face. It's not, like, unpleasant exchange, <laughs> like what, <laughs> what mm -hmm. Ariana had. This is more just, your shit needs to get up. Here you go. So how many points of blood are you sacrificing to give to Cosgrave? I am giving him the three I just got. Okay, so Cosgrave has enough to heal his worst injury on, and you can heal injuries at any point. So you can, it doesn't have, you don't have to wait till your turn. You can do it whenever you want. So Cosgrave, Flint flutters over you, distends their mouth, and a vomit of blood pours down into your face and down your throat. 
but you feel reinvigorated by this once again mama bird action. Not the worst meal I've had. <clears throat> so I get up and dust myself, check my parts. So do you want to choose to heal that worst level two injury? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, so you still have the level one injury of your Grimoire being damaged, but but the level two has been healed. Bringing us to the beginning of the round. You see this thing is fully powered up now, and you see this black blood coursing through its veins, and all of its eyes are opened, and it's actually growing more muscular as it's being fed electricity through this cable, uh, growing stronger and faster. And it's cackling. It's the top of the round. Who wants to go first? Oh, you hear Chuck from the back. Ha ho, silver away. And he's just going to <laughs> load up whatever that is. And like, come on, come on. No, come on. No, you can turn faster than that. You can turn faster than that. Okay, here we go. Hey, stay still, you big ugly mug. And he's just going to start firing uh, with his uh, with his new special friend. Uh, so he's going to shoot. Uh, and he is just going to try to shoot the cannon, this orbital cannon thing, directly onto this guy and try to explode him as best he can. I love it. So this quadruped weapon platform starts opening, boom, 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 opening fire. And it's a plus two, I think you said. Yep. And it's got four uses, like four shots, I believe. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, do, 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 do. It's four. Uh, five successes. Two nice. sixes. Uh, a two and a one. So um, his cannon comes up and fires this at you, this bloody mass. It looks like of of a uh, hyper uh, uh, energized plasma and bone, but it goes wide. And because I got zero successes. Oh man! So you're uh, you're in good shape. Oh jeez. Huh. Well, all right then. Um, so he fires a cannon. Can we say that as he fires a cannon? Uh, as he fires his cannon, whatever it is, like a part of him rips off in the process, like it kind of gets caught, and in just whatever this particular minute, just like it just kind of gets thrown, like a like a shirt cannon, and so like a part of him, part of his flesh, comes flying up, and Chuck's just like, oh shoot, like a like a like a dolphin coming up out of mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, because <laughs> I did roll a one, and so I do have corpse eater, and so it was the only thing I could think of that would make sense. Um, okay, and so then in terms of allocation. Uh, let's see. I've got, I've got the two crits. So that's, so four damage. And then I'll do, I'll do, I'll put the crits towards him four damage. And then I guess one towards the objective, whatever it might be. Okay. So your objective now is down to seven of getting through the pavilion and you are, are whittling away at him. So you put four against him. You see a bit of it get absorbed by the armor. Um, sure. So, uh, but some of it does get through. Some of it does get through. Hey, you tough guy. You work <laughs> out? Ah, uh, I was built for this. And as, his, as the flesh of this, so what happens is that that ball of, of, of plasma and bone breaks up as it misses and some of it splatters down on you and it's a big globulate of 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 hot superheated flesh uh, and it kind of tastes like bleach and pine tar and petrol but you consume it and you can activate one of your advances at this point and and use it for the rest of the session oh my 
Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I'll let you know when they um when it comes Fantastic. to play. And and you see that you've ripped away part of the plating over his ribs, and you can look in and you see what looks like one of three lungs, maybe, and some organs you can't identify. Uh, but they're there, and they're just bleeding this black acre. Hey, fella, you got any livers? How many you got? Like four, five, six? Seven, You'll never know, vampire. Eight? Nine? Okay. I'll just come rip them out of you. That's fine. And Chuck, uh, who's next to act? Uh, let's go Cosgrave. He's been on the ground a while. Come on, Cosgrave. Come on, get on up in it. Go. I put a little hole in right there. Go just go weasel on in. You know, just weasel on in. Nice work, Chuck. What are you name that one? This one? Oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. This here is, is LMA. <laughs> <laughs> let's show her what I can do. And then I'll pull out an enormous knife, pretty much a machete, and go charging at this dude. I love it. So his eyes start to track you, but uh, let's see if they react fast enough. Let's see, I have two in brawl. Then one bonus for the knife. Ooh, a crit and a success. Nice. So three successes in total? Yes. He only got one success. So how do you want to attribute your um, point? Do your objective success. is down to seven. One success to defend the attack. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do my crits. Two on eliminating the threat. So I'll take my enormous machete and just cut out those eyes that he saw me earlier with. Okay, so as you come up with your machete and go to clang against him, he actually lifts his shoulder up and you hit the armored plating. Um, and it does not get through his armored plating. Mm. What's it look like, though? How do you evade his attack with this claw? Uh, the machete clings off and vibrates a bit, causing me to have a knee-jerk reaction and just avoid his attack. So, so Cosgrave falls back from, from running into his armor. Who goes next, Cosgrave? Send it back to Flint. Hey. Uh, Flint is going to use their ability wings. So he's going to just launch himself into the sky because he smells that gross blood. And he's just going to go feral in that wound and just scratch and rip and rend as much as he can. I love it. So I'll use my uh, seal claws again for fun. One, two, three, four. Four successes. Okay, so as you come in to get at that wound, he's he points that cannon down at you and fires. He gets two successes. Okay, so I will use the two to cancel that out. Okay. The damage I would have taken. Um, and then I'll use the one to feast on the blood. Mm-hmm. And then the other one to not uh, advance him, but just like the general of objective this area. Yeah. So describe what that looks like. How or how by hitting him are you uh, ab advancing the objective of getting out of this pavilion or getting through it? Um. So as 
Flint is within this body and he rips off, like just tears a huge chunk of this deformed lung. And it just happens to fling in a direction as this caustic black ooze comes out of it and starts to deteriorate one of the closed sealed windows and doors. Oh, nice. So Good. just eat at it. I love it. So you also, as you drink his blood, you taste bleach and pine tar and petrol. Uh, you get a blood point and it allows you to activate one of your advances. <clears throat> Uh, and I did see in chat, uh, sorry, I've been paying that close attention, uh, juggling a lot of bowls, but I did see Griffin give some bits. Thank you. Um, so what we'll do with those is you can spend 200 bits to re-roll a single die. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so Flint, um, you see this black oozing blood start to eat their way through some of these shutters and then we find Arena. Arena, what do you do with your so one would you arm? Would you say that Arena is separated from this individual now, or are they still kind of connected? Uh, you you can be wherever you want to be. Okay. It's, it's, um, you you tell me where you I want. can charge again. Mm -hmm. You absolutely can. So what happened was your arm got torn off and you were flung. And now you have the ability to turn and charge back in. And so... <clears throat> Um, Irina is going to kind of take the saber and she's going to kind of put it up kind of under her arm a bit and she's just going to kind of shake herself off and just say, so rude. This is not. And so what she wants to do is she wants to kind of charge back at this individual. Mm -hmm. um, turnabout is fair play. And so she basically wants to kind of take the saber and kind of see if she can get him kind of up under the armpit Mm -hmm. um, and see if that is kind of a weak spot in this kind of armor that's been kind of thwarting our attempts previously. Oh, I like it, and I like the the precision of it. Give yourself a bonus, guys, on this attack. Sweet. GM's Fiat. Oh, man. Uh, two successes, five and a four. Uh, you've got some bits if you want to spend them. I got four successes again. Oh, good gracious. Um. Yes, I will spend uh, 200 of those to re-roll one of them and get a three. Okay. So you got two successes. <laughs> he got four successes. You charged in. You got him up under the arm. Uh, but at the same time you got him up on the arm, his claw was coming down to rend into your shoulder. So how do you want to deal with this? How do you want to spend your successes? So I am going to, so we got four successes and I only got two. So mm -hmm. even if I spend it on defense, it's not actually going to save me. So I'll just spend. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Defense. If, if you only take two points, you just take one injury. It's not like a one for one. You have to take more than three points of injuries, three injuries to take two injuries at a time. You have to take four injuries to get pinned. So it, it does make a little bit. If you reduce it just to two injuries, you're only going to take or two damage. You're only going to take one injury. So I see. Well, being that she is down an arm, she will take spend both of those in defense, unfortunately. Okay. okay. So uh, what's it look like as you're fending off this claw that's coming down? It still tears into your shoulder. So uh, basically, she's she didn't really get 
you know, kind of the in, injury that she thought she was going to get. So she's sort mm -hmm. of kind of flinging the saver up with one hand, thinking that she's going to kind of do a good portion of damage to it. Um, and it, it kind of doesn't really do that. But in the upswing, <laughs> then mm -hmm. she's sort of able to instead defend against the claw. I like it. I like it. So you do take an injury, though. So roll a d6 and tell us where this injury is. Uh, so I rolled a five again, and I already have both of my injuries. Reroll it. Okay. Just reroll it. That's a three. So my hair is now ruined. This white hair is now not white. Um, and that, so that claw <laughs> that mm -hmm. didn't actually like hit my face or anything like that, um, has instead just ruined the quaff that was worked on so hard. So your hair gets covered in this black ichor and he actually pulls part of it away and exposes your scalp. Uh, and you see it in this clawed fist. Uh, and that brings us to a new round and you see him once again. I mean, the energy coursing through him, he's, he's getting stronger with each passing moment. Chuck, we'll go yeah. back to the quad cannon. Okay. Your objective is down to six at the moment. Okay, Ella May is just continuing to turn the... Ella, God dang it, it's this way. It's this way. God dang. She just don't listen. She can only go left. Cosgrave, she can only go left. And then, um... So, we're in a pavilion or something, you said, right? Mm -hmm. What's the ceiling That's... situation like? What are we thinking? Is it like... It's whatever you want it to be. What's it look like? Is it is it heavy? I want to say it's heavy. Because I, I think it's what... Chuck wants to do is he wants to fire at the ceiling above this guy and try to to take the try to basically collapse what's above uh, right on top of him. Maybe slow him down. Maybe things like that. Uh, I think that's what he's going to do. He's going to he's going to shoot up at the ceiling this time. Uh, to I, try I to like the strategy. Take a bonus dice and give it a and give it a good shot. Awesome. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, here we go. I'm running out of cowboy sayings. Uh, oh my god. Uh, that's gonna be five, five successes again. Uh, no one. Fantastic. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Six successes. Fours are Holy successes, crap. aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Thanks. yeah. So I'm up to six dice and I got zero successes. So what do you <laughs> want to do with all of your successes? Uh, okay. Uh, we, and we, how far away was the, was the, 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 objective you're, again? you're six. Okay. I just did six successes. And so the objective is to get, through here and yes. how so how does that how does that interplay with the threat that we're facing like if we once once you reduce an objective to zero you could just ignore the threat and move through the basically you're opening a way through the objective and getting out yeah yeah so i'm gonna say i bury him and put it, put it all into objectives and it buries him and it does like has the double bonus of like we don't have to deal with him because he's buried beneath this and it also kind of mm -hmm. gives us a path forward like hey hey y'all you didn't get caught, did you? Sorry. And then he starts leading LMA forward and and just climbing on top of now the piled rubble to get up up through the hole that he just made and then through to the next objective area. This way, come on, Mama nose. Deary, did Deary, did you leave? Did you leave a? An, I I just need a leg to 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 chew on just a little bit before we go. This oh, this inconvenience of a missing arm. I just. 
Rita, I mean, the first hit's free, okay? Just to get you a taste, okay? That's just how, that's just how this entire product, so, you know, fine. Okay, one sec. And he reaches down, uh, and he tries to help her up, I guess, into, like, in, onto the platform. And he'll hand over um, one of his, one of his leftover, uh, <laughs> one of his leftover organs, like, no, I, I ain't giving you the liver. I like you. I ain't like you that much. And he puts it away. And he's like, oh, here we go. Gallbladder. This is more your speed. And he just squeezes it over top. So the question is Chuck actually giving a blood point or blood to Arena as in oh, yeah, he's sacrificing his own blood or? Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's okay. in the rules. This, this no, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm absolutely. I, I was just going to give you like if. Through oh, your no, no, wonderful no, descriptions it of it. Okay. Oh yeah, I marked it down before. Like, like I'm, I'm, because oh. I've been building up blood because my corpse eater uh, trait is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I, I've gotten a oh, couple wounds, so it's helped me. Yeah. And so you have to have gained three blood points to heal an injury, right? That is correct. I ain't giving you three. Calm the hell down. <laughs> if I, at the rate that this is going, we have had uh, two battles and I've lost one limb. So we will see how. This and goes. half a scalp. Yes. Arena is no longer the pretty princess she was. Oh. Don't. <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling um, pretty good, and I got a new toy, so I'm gonna keep going. Y'all are welcome to, to to hop on if you like. Flint. So as you come out of the rubble Here, of the wall that was the backside of the pavilion, you see the lights and hear the sounds of a fairground not too far from you. And you know that this fairground, if you go through the fairground, it actually comes out basically at the base of the Eiffel Tower. So you may be able to get almost directly to the Eiffel Tower if you go through the fairgrounds. The lights are still flashing, the rides are going, but it's eerily quiet. Um, you think probably the sirens has scare, have scared off most people. You do notice as you look over the fairgrounds, though, that a great flock of crows are circling above the fairgrounds and cawing and spiraling. You see kind of in slightly inside the fairgrounds, you see a German tank with its treads broken and it's kind of limping along. And then um, you see coming directly at you in a strafing run, a German fighter. You've been spotted. And they're coming in, at a, and then as it gets over the fairgrounds, you literally see the the wings rust off of it, and it fall into the house of mirrors and explode, and mirrored shrapnel flies throughout the midway. But you still think the fairground is the quickest way to get to the Eiffel Tower. Here's what I'm thinking. We get ourselves one of them big tops. We'll put it over top of LMA. We stealth on through. They're never going to know the difference. As you slowly make your way into the lighted midway, past all the games and some of the rides, you do not see a soul. Off in the distance, you see that tank, but that's it. Uh, they don't seem to see you, but you feel a presence. And then you see the Ferris wheel the third largest Ferris wheel in Paris, all lit up. But then you realize that it's not stationary any longer, that it's actually rolling towards you. And there's a figure atop it, a pale woman, tall, stringy, long hair, 
in this patchwork colorful robes cackling and dancing atop this ferris wheel as it spins towards you you have no idea how she's staying at the top and then her long black tongue lulls out and her teeth start to fall out you realize that sheets of rust like some sort of horrid dandruff is falling off of her body and coating everything on the wind and the taste of of iron and rot is in the air and all you hear is her cackling as she approaches your objective is to navigate a collapsing fairground while hunted by an entropy witch known as the rust witch this is a level 10 objective challenge one so and she is coming for you who would like to act first to try to get through the fairgrounds or deal with this enormous Ferris wheel and horrific witch bearing down on you? So what Arena would, would like to do, and, and she sort of sort of sees that and, and looks at it, and she looks like she's sort of pensive for a second, and she, as she is wont to do, she kind of sighs again, and with her arm, she kind of reaches into the inside of the coat pocket, and she has cigarettes taken from the pockets of hanged men. And so she lights the cigarette and pulls it out. Um, and the purpose is to mark it to regain two blood. Mm -hmm. So she's going to regain two blood so that she can spend three <laughs> of that to heal and get her arm back. I think is what that yeah. is. Wonderful, yeah. So you see Arena pull out the cigarette. And she's smoking with her one good arm and, and looking at this Ferris wheel as this witch comes barreling down at her. And then you see this uh, her other arm begin to just flesh out and the blood vessels form and the muscles start to form and it shakes out and you hear bones cracking and her arm reappears. None the worse for wear. Um, as oh. this comes forward uh chuck much appreciated for the the blood I, I needed couldn't do it quite all of it on my own thank you thank you very much you need an arm i had plenty i could have got you one and he just reaches back in his pack so i like, see there's one here this is well this is the fella's arm you probably don't want that one it's all hairy this one though this one's nice i think this is one of the bridesmaids i don't know how thank i you. got it but there it is must have been cosgrave you know how he is I, with that shotgun <laughs> It, I needed. I, I might need that later. Um, and so she'll, with that, she's going to kind of ready for next time. She's going to get her hunting rifle out for next. And time. you, as this wave of rusty flakes and and horrible stench of rot rushes across you, you feel a, an illness and a weakness unlike anything you've ever felt before. While dealing with this individual, one through four on your dice are now a failure. Five counts as one, six counts as two. Irina, who is up next as this creature bears down on you? And she was just having a conversation with Chuck, so she's just going to be like, I'm going to have to wait till next time for uh, using this rifle. So uh, what, what can you do? Look at the size of her tongue. That's impressive. <laughs> um, it does lick down around her feet and black up in her mouth. So... Uh, Chuck's gonna, hey, you're hating. Want to see something funny? Watch this. And then he's going to go trying to take his orbital, his platform thing, and try to kind of like climb, try to use it almost like spider climb it uh, as best he can, like up the side of it. And then he's like, hey, hi, hi, lady. 
you got a nice tongue, check mine out. And then I'm gonna go ahead and activate one of my advances. And I'm gonna send out on the, on the as I'm gonna try to pull her down from the top of the uh, of this wheeling carnival. As I'm gonna use lashing tongue, as I have a strong prehensile tongue that now extends out from me. Uh, I'll say we'll probably make this like a brawl. Um, and I'm trying to essentially pull her, like restrain her, pull her down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And let me mark. Take a bonus die for using your crawler to get closer. Nice. Okay. So that's that. That, that, okay, okay, here we go. Hi, hello! And I am rolling so many sixes tonight, it's ridiculous. Fantastic. I would like um, one of those sixes, just one. And remember, one. sixes okay. can also activate specials if you have a certain special. I don't have any currently. Uh, <laughs> seven well, not, not an advanced, but a special. Like if you uh, look under your gear or, so, or your abilities. Yeah, I don't, I actually don't okay. have any yet. I have to, I would have to activate uh, okay, okay. a new advance to get it. Seven successes and a one. Uh, so I think as this comes out, I get a little taste. I just kind of wrap it around. I'm like, oh, you got a little, you got a little paper cut on your back. Yep. <laughs> as he's trying to pull her off. Um, okay. What do we want to do? So she's not the objective. She's just the threat. No. Yeah, but okay. she got th- she got three successes herself. Okay, so I have. Uh, so I'll use three, obviously, to. To block that. It's the and dueling then, tongues. Her tongue comes flipping down at you yeah. and her, your tongue bats it away. Um, and then so that leaves me with four. So um okay, so I had three crits. So I'll use one crit and the regular success to block. And then I have four two crits left. So and I will say this also before you decide. This is another one of the uh, Ubersmitchs, the super soldiers. So draining her blood would allow you to unlock a second advance if you I wanted do, to drain any blood. I do get, I get it automatically. You get that for your corpse eater automatically. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And then, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and do damage. Um, can, and so I kind of want to say, okay, like, because I'm trying to pull her down, so it's like, so like she's no longer on top of this like wheeling carnival thing. Mm-hmm. So I think, as what I'm going to do is, my tongue's going to grab her and just going to, and just going to, I'm just going to yank her back, and I'm going to try to whip her down to the ground so she's off the carnival, and the carnival like wheel just kind of continues to roll, and she's no longer controlling it. Uh, so I'll just do four damage to her. Four damage to her directly. Yeah, I think so. Just do cool, it. cool. Okay. So that's exactly what we see. We see her tongue dart out to strike at Chuck, but his darts out harder, smacks hers aside. He wraps around her throat, squeezes, and she squeals, and his tongue slams her down off the top of this giant Ferris wheel. She goes crashing through the funhouse wall, splattering against the ground. You hear bones break, and the Ferris wheel continues to roll back towards the German Pavilion of Technology as it leaves the fairground and disappears. Chuck, who's going to be uh, who's going to be helping you next? Flint, sickle, sick, sick her. Yeah, sicker, sick, sicker, sickle. Flint, go eat that thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Flint will do as told. Uh, I'm going to use my steel claws. I'm going to brawl. I'll be in melee combat, so I get three blood. 
three. Uh, yeah. Three, four, five. Only, okay, uh, ignore my four. So mm -hmm. one, two, three successes. Okay. She got five successes this time. Yikes. Uh, I'm going to enact my advanced bone armor. After I roll my dice pool, before I discard my dice, uh, reduce your successful attack by one for each one that I rolled, and I mm -hmm. rolled two. Nice, nice. So down to just three successes for her. Yeah, which is exactly what I also had. Um, but I am going to uh, block two of her successes, mm -hmm. and then I want to use the one to consume her blood. Okay, so what's it look like when your bone armor forms and then when you when you drink her blood? So the bone armor is actually kind of disgusting because it's kind of similar to like when we're reforming when we were coming out of the um, coffins. You just watch as Flint's actual rib cage just bursts out from his skin and suddenly it kind of just gr continues to grow kind of like tightness around his body and most of his body's reinforced except for the flimsy parts of his wings and nice. uh, he he just blocks with his chest before throwing his face down into her neck and just ripping as much as he can to consume some of her blood so you see this flesh tearing and this black blood flying as flint uh just rakes through her body um tearing at it the the blood tastes like stinging nettles pop mop, pop rocks and tonic water as you consume it down and activate in advance um taking us to cosgrave as you see now flint hovering over this this horrid witch uh feasting on her blood oh and i got a wound um, oh yes yeah, so, uh, sorry roll a d6 I am spooked. Okay. So when the funhouse got destroyed, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a vial out of my back pocket, drink this viscid liquid, and then I start chanting. And the shards of the glass mirrors go impaling into the rusty witch. Nice. She sees you chanting. She hears the words of magic and turns herself to unleash her own curses at you. But doesn't do very good this time. <laughs> mm, I'll try like a shoot for my stat. Shooting shards, okay. I guess. Yeah. Yep, shoot. That's perfect. Give you a bonus dice for being creative with the broken glass. Written a success, so that's three. Three in total? Yeah. I got one, so uh, how would you like to spend your successes? Spend one to defend the attack. Okay. Uh, another to, to drink her blood, eat blood. Okay. Okay, so you get a blood point. Once it, and you also, you taste this pop rocks and tonic water and stinging nettles flavor, and it allows you to activate an advance that you can use the rest of the session. Um, and you get one blood point. Uh, and you saw that this this wall of broken glass reflected her curse back harmlessly, so you took no damage from it. But you see that the rust swirling around her begins to cake and swirl, 
stronger and you believe that she's gaining strength from the chaotic and neck and 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 entropic magic flowing around her as we begin the next round your objective is still a 10 well who would like to go first so would you consider uh, arena being up kind of in this thing with Chuck, would you consider that an elevated position? Absolutely. She's been pulled down to the ground. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah, you're above her. Prepped her rifle last time. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got three for my shoot. I've got uh, one for the rifle. I've got one for elevated position. And if I don't get a six, I'm going to spend bits. I get a six. Um, I also got three ones. Uh, so I'm still going to spend two of those to reroll one of the ones mm -hmm. and see if I can do a little bit better. And I got a lolly. All right. Nice. Finally, Lux turnaround. So I've got a four, a six, and a six. Okay, fours don't count this time because oh, of her right. magic. So, But you did get two sixes, so that's four successes. You saw her from the ground. She flung something up at you, some sort of rusty dagger made of, uh, of of broken material. So she got one success as this this thing is flying at you. Okay. I, I, I'm thinking that I might not worry so much about injuries and maybe I'll be able to use that last stand thing. Mm -hmm. So I am going to take all four, let's see, four successes so i would like to put two of them towards the objective and two of them towards her okay um actually sorry um i have dead eye shot when you use a ranged weapon by special you reduce a threat's attack rating by one. Oh, nice so then uh you reduce her damage to you by by one so okay. so is that basically like spending my six on that which leaves me yes. two successes for something else yes but it's it's permanently you reduce her threat rating permanently for everybody, um, so for you and for everybody else, or you can just leave it alone, whichever way you prefer. That sounds like a good thing to do okay. um, to help everybody, and then I will spend my other six, the other two successes on moving our objective along. Okay, and what's that look like? How is how is your marksmanship helping you guys find a way through the carnivore? So, um, I would say that as she is kind of shooting this woman, the shot also hits um you know like one of the like lights that are up and about so mm -hmm. they were like turned off and somehow like the shot also um kind of hits a switch on one of them so it like illuminates the path a bit. so yeah, the bullet the bullet strikes down hits her the dust the rust cloud around her dissipates a little bit you activate you hit a, a button a toggle and, and the great searchlight uh just starts once again, strobing around, and you see the clear exit out the back side where all of the Carney's trailers are that leads out right to the back side of the Eiffel Tower. So you've 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 shown a clear pathway through. So you've started to chip away at your escape. Uh Arena, who is who's next to help out this round? 
Does she attack me, by the way? Uh, she only got the one, so. Oh, I didn't uh, defend. And you re you reduced, but you you did use that two to reduce her attack die, so I took that one away. Oh, so. I see, I see, I see. Oh, sweet! I thought I was going to get injured here. No, no, you're good. Uh, okay, so uh, she'll kind of look over to Chuck and just say, "I have lit the way for us." Okay, okay, one sec, hey, cover me. Uh, I don't really like these magicians. Uh, they are not uh, of a, a fun variety. I did kill one once, and he's gonna pull out uh, of his his like his tool bag there in his back. He's like, you can see it right. See all these tattoos here? I got myself an idea. One sec, mm -hmm. and he climbs down into like the bowels of um, of LMA. And he is going to attempt to try to supercharge the uh, engines of LMA to admit it go really fast. And he's going to be calling, hey, everybody, get on, let's go. We got, we got a ski daddle. Ski daddle. I don't even know what it means, but I know it's cowboy. And uh, so he's going to attempt to use Fix uh, to in his, uh, his tool belt with some jury rigging mm -hmm. to try to uh, basically make this into a supersonic hedgehog. Nice. Uh, and this is, is this LMA's last use? This is LMA's last use. So I'm so like, you get two dice for that. Mm -hmm. You get, uh, you get your jury rig die. I'm giving you a bonus die because it's just fun. Uh, as everybody right piles onto LMA. I am rolling. I, I am actually rolling all of my dice. I'm rolling all 10 of my dice right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'll tell you right yeah. now, I got zero successes. Oh, I might not even have to use this thing, man. Okay. Uh, well, I got two sixes. I can see. I got five. Thanks to Melissa reducing her threat rating by one. Sweet. Okay. What's the uh, objective what is, at? The objective is at eight at the moment. Okay. I am going to then use six. One of my, my sixes to trigger a special, which is elbow grease. Whenever I am... Um, well, actually, I guess it's not single-handed, huh? Yeah, because you guys have been contributing to it too, right? So so my elbow grease is when you roll up your sleeves and take on an objective single-handed with the fixed skills. I mean, if anybody else is contributing uh, you can to use it, already? it You can definitely use it here. You can definitely uh, use it here. Okay, so I'll use my elbow grease to reduce the objective's rating by four, which brings it down to five. Um, then down to four. Your objective is now four. four. Excuse me. And then I will use, then I have a crit, another crit, another six, that's two, and then two fives, which is two more. Then I rolled a couple fours, unfortunately, that don't count. So yeah, reduce the objective all the way to zero. So everybody wow. hop on, come on, come on. Oh, oh man, she's getting ornery. She's getting <laughs> ornery. Uh, and trying to get everybody on. And and I, I'm, I don't know exactly if there is an exhaust, but there is now, because a panel mm -hmm. explodes mm -hmm. out the side of it, and you just see a flame extending out from behind as everyone kind of hops on, and we just, <laughs> as we start flying through the carnival, and we just, like, completely tramp over the carny buildings as we're going here and there, whether there's people in them or not. Uh, that's what you get for trying to get all my money that one time. And... Uh, <laughs> Going in the direction that Arena had lit up as an escape route. Wonderful. And that's and as you go through at this madcap pace, all four of you hanging out for dear life, the exhaust, this flame exhaust, ignites the rust cloud that was around the witch and burns her to a cinder. And you light the entire midway on fire, distracting the garden party that's at the base of the Eiffel Tower 
As you make your way to it, you see nothing between you and the top of the Eiffel Tower other than a climb. And it's at this point, as we get there, that LMA just stutters and she collapses on. Oh, oh, you did good, girl. You did good. <laughs> don't don't worry. You did good. You you go now. And he just kind of pets her uh, a little bit and then hops down. Actually, no, he's going to take a piece of her with him. Uh, they don't they don't have teeth, but like he's just going to kind of bend a little piece of metal and kind of put it on his little necklace there to remember her by. Maybe pulls the triggers off of the quad guns. They oh, look kind of like fangs. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. Oh, dear, like your, your, your talent with the machinery is unrivaled. All right. What's that mean? It, it well done, chap. <laughs> chap? No, I ain't wearing chaps. I don't like them. They kind of <laughs> ride up on me a bit. <laughs> And yeah, it, it, yes, we're that way. That, that's what we're, that's we're going that way, right? No, we're going up that way. <laughs> up. So it's the dark of the night. You guys make it to the base of the Eiffel Tower, Chuck Arena, Flint, Cosgrave. You see on the other side, surrounding the other half, of the Eiffel Tower is a great garden party. But everybody's attention now is on the burning fairground. Uh, and you're able to begin your ascent up the Eiffel Tower, at least undetected initially. The Eiffel Tower's hmm? okay. good. Good. The Eiffel Tower's objective rating is eight, with a challenge of one. So this was built to celebrate the 1889 Paris World Fair. However, upon the Nazi conquest of the city, the structure was retrofitted with the latest in German technologies. Elevators rocket up the structure, dazzling electric lights blaze out into the night air, and a rudimentary communication aerial has been supplanted high, uh, high atop the tower. In addition, you see a docking platform for a Zeppelin, which is tied up at the top of the Eiffel Tower. You know that this is your objective, the Fuhrer's Zeppelin. Oh, okay, so so I have to ask everyone: are are we are we insistent on stealth being the way up, or do we want to just get up as quickly as we can? Chuck's not even listening. He's going to lean over to the <laughs> grave, looking at the zeppelin. I'm going to call that one Bertha. What? And then he's going to try to start spider scurrying. Uh, okay, up the side of the. Uh, so he's going to. I'm on. Let's go. Come on, Flint. Here we go. Come on. Come on. And he's going to. And so he's just his 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 his, uh, his arms and his legs will suddenly uh, like the, the the joints just don't seem quite right at a certain point. And his hands kind of come down and he's like, I'm a spider monkey. And he starts climbing. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So you, you spend a blood point. You activate that power. Gives you a bonus dice. So uh, are you going up? Using stealth? Are you are you sneaking? Are you searching? Uh, gonna, are you? I'm gonna use I'm gonna use sneak. Okay. Uh, because over. because of what the actions you did at the fairground and all the attention you pulled away, you all are gonna get at least you're gonna get a bonus dice this first round because no one's attention is on the tower at the moment. In addition to any other bonus dice you might get for other abilities you have. So he'll just call down like follow me, folks. <laughs> Man, I have rolled a six on every single pool. It's ridiculous. Um, so are fours okay again? Fours are okay again. Yeah, you're back to right. normal. Three successes then. So I got, and one of them was, so one of them was, I got a six and a four. 
And I've reduced the threat rating for anybody who might see you by one for this round because their attention is elsewhere. So I got no successes. So nobody is noticing you as you move up. So he's just. How do you want to allocate your points? Um, so I'm just going to, um, I mean, I, I guess I'm just going to uh, like reduce objective to this. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. see any reason to do anything else. Um, but he will, he'll call down and he's just kind of pointing out with his like crooked, crooked arms and, you know, his double jointedness is like, okay, step there, 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 there. Come on, y'all vampires. What the hell's wrong with you? Let's go. And how many successes did you get? Three total. Okay. So your objective is down to five. Um, so you guys see Chuck scurry up the side. He's pointing things out. Who would follow Chuck next, and how would they follow him? Not from the Wild West, Chuck. I'll look for an elevator. Okay. there. Uh, you see, I mean, there, there are several elevators going up the sides of the Eiffel Tower, so you can easily see one. Um, you know there are people, you know that each of the elevators has a person in them to control them, but they can be controlled using con or they can be terrified or they can just be killed and then you can use them so how would you like to approach this elevator and take control of it hmm i'm gonna mark a blood off mm -hmm. using an ability of mine so what you see is all the pieces on chuck's back that he's been collecting they start forming a corpse and i can take control of that I'll so, send it in. I love it. So, Chuck, you feel this weirdness happening on your back, and it's it's not a human. It's not a, doesn't look like a human. It's almost like this horrific uh, amalgamation of limbs, spider-like legs sticking out one way, arms the other. There's half a skull and a head at the top, and it's just lolling about as this sixty-pound flesh crab flows into the elevator and attacks this nazi give me give me a roll what are you doing take it take eat a, that take an additional bonus die for the horror of this action this nazi sees this thing coming in and he starts firing he i get two successes with 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 the guy in the in the elevator that's 602 for myself as well okay. Okay, so you're right behind this amalgamation of, of of body parts and bones as it launches itself at this Nazi. And the head that you thought was on the top is actually on the bottom, like a crab's mouth. And it just starts grinding into this Nazi's chest as all of the limbs fold around him. And he starts wailing. How do you allocate your successes? I'll just do two to advance the objective. So the objective is down to three as as this Nazi wails and falls into a, a basic blood pudding as this corpse just continues to rend and tear at it. Taking us to who after that, Cosgrave? Arena. Uh, Okay. So Arena, you hear horrible noises coming from the elevator and you see Cosgrave's smiling face. Uh, Chuck is, is long since disappeared in the shadows as he climbs. How would you like to approach this? Um, and so 
there's no wrong answer here, but have people noticed the commotion in the elevator? Not yet. No, this has all happened in seconds. Like a few heartbeats has happened. Uh, no one's noticed it yet. You also get a bonus dice for everybody being distracted, and they get one less attack dice for dealing with the incident this round. <sighs> I have nothing that I'm not a not a sneaky one. Um, can I use Brawl for climbing ability? Yeah, absolutely. I don't see why not. It's your physical skill. Alright. Um... Just punch the rungs as you're climbing up. <laughs> brute strength in it. You know, just... Grip them tight. Alright, I am rolling to a grand total of two dice for this. Well, and, and Arena's got... Doesn't doesn't Arena have a special ability that she can activate that gives... Or is that an advance that gives her, like, extra physical dice? I think it's... It might be an advance. That's an advance. It's okay. an advance. Yeah, that... Which is super fun. Um, if I get to that. But yeah, that's uh, Brawl and Terrify. Um... All right, come on, two dice. Two good things. Hey, that's a six and a one. Nice, nice. So I am going to spend two to reroll the one. Nice. And see what I get from that. That's a five. Nice. So you hear somebody sees you as you're going up, and you hear a rifle shot go off. I got one success. Okay, so I'm going to spend the one to negate that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to spend the uh, two from the six to advance. Nice. So the objective is down to one. So you 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 move. You're so strong and so fast that you basically jump and leap like 15 feet up as the bullet goes beneath you and grab a rung and continue to climb up, taking us to flint. As the elevator goes up, as Arena muscles her way up, as Chuck stealthily almost oozes his way up with his weird wall crawling. What's Flint do? So Flint has a grappling hook for some reason. Oh yeah. Yep. So I would like to use <laughs> he's, that. Because he's, he's Batman. Yeah. Well he's literally a bat. Uh so I would like to have him use it to accelerate his launch so mm-hmm. so he's going to shoot it it's one of those retractable ones so as it's pulling him up he's getting acceleration and then he's going to spend a blood point to fly so he's just using it to just absolutely okay. launch his way up the tower so you get a bonus for nobody paying attention to you, you get a bonus for your grappling hook you get a bonus for flying And I get zero successes on my two attack dice, so nobody four. sees you. Two, four, six successes. Uh, six successes? Okay, yeah. so uh, describe what you want to do with those six successes. Nobody sees you. Nothing happens. You're all on your own as you fly up the side of the Eiffel Tower. Flint is just going. And I have, um, like, an effect on my equipment where it says uh, plus three or more stories. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if that helps Flint get to the top. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're there. I mean, you're definitely there. <laughs> Flint has spent what we need to complete the objective, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah. You got five extra successes. Uh, is there anything you want to do with, them? do with them? Not, yeah, there's no really blood around here to drink, unfortunately, because you didn't really you bypassed all the 
all the guys getting up there. So um, maybe there's a person at the top. That yeah, let's just say yeah to land on and absolutely feast. Describe describe the horror of you absolutely feasting on this guy. You've got five successes. You can take five blood points from him as you tear his tear him to pieces. But tell us what it looks like. Uh, so what happens is Flint is moving so fast as he comes across, he just beheads the dude with his feet claws, and mm-hmm. he just holds the the head up and just sucks all the blood from the neck and then just <laughs> discards the head when he's done like a bowling ball down the road or d- down the pathway i love it so you guys it's like grabbing the wait oh no, waste not want not flint waste not want not and she's gonna grab the head so the head comes tumbling by arena grabs it by the hair the body tumbles off sort of drenches um, chuck a little bit in blood, and then the elevator doors ping, and Cosgrave walks out, and you guys, the four of you, are at the top of the Eiffel Tower, facing the entrance to the Fuhrer's Zeppelin. Do you hear the sirens going off? The, the Zeppelin is lighted on the inside. You have no doubt that some of the Fuhrer's uh, crack uh, troops are in here um, preparing to deal with you. You expect he may even have some of the vampire jäger cadre that have been trained to specifically deal with vampires. That was easy. Oh, I know. And Arena takes another cigarette out and she's just like, <laughs> I thought that that was going to be much more difficult than it is. I barely broke a sweat. You know, uh, that stuff's going to kill you one day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go inside. And you remember from the layout that um, that you know this was uh, a repurposed dirigible, but that it's been outfitted with marble and silk, gold and mahogany, with grand staircases in it leading to mezzanine levels. It's loaded with Hitler's own paintings um, and all of the art and 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 treasures that he's stolen and and looted throughout Europe and North Africa and Tibet. You also realize your objective, your critical objective, is to get to Hitler's broadcast suite that he broadcasts from. If he's going to be anywhere in the Zeppelin, it is going to be there. But that is at the front of the Zeppelin, and you have to move your way through the entire Zeppelin to get there. Who would like to take their first step onto the Zeppelin? Uh, Hmm. Marina would like to do that because I want to roll so that I can try to get some blood from this. uh, I like it. Will I be able to get an advance from this or no? Because it was just a regular person, not just a, a regular dude. Damn. Okay. Then Arena will still go. It's actually a Nazi, not a dude. Dudes we lack. Nazis <laughs> That's right. we don't. He was yes. a Nazi. Yes, an absolute bastard very Nazi. Very important. Yes. Uh, bastard indeed. I know a bunch of dudes who got a ranch. They're really nice. <laughs> you, yes. Yes. Those, those ranchers, and indeed. Um, and I ain't from the old west there, Cosgrave. I'm from the Oklahoma, the Great Plains. <laughs> I haven't visited. Mm-hmm. There ain't much to see. It's just really flat. So, Arena moves in. Uh, yeah, so... Um, are you trying I... to sneak, or how are you, how are you approaching this? I think I'm going to kind of do it. I well, let's see. I'm gonna 
summon a swarm of bats. Nice. I'm going to so, just cause chaos. Describe what that looks like. Uh, so Arena um, kind of finishes her cigarette and she kind of tosses it down and you know, kind of twists her, twists her feet, um, and she just says, uh, "Can can everyone just give give me a, a, a little bit of space, a little bit of space?" And she's been wearing this, you know, kind of suit, and you just see she kind of takes the kind of long coat, and you just see her sort of kind of put her arms out, and she just sort of flaps this coat, and as she just kind of continues flapping and flapping and flapping, then you just suddenly see this swarm of bats uh, come out. That is under her control. I love it. So these bats swarm in and you see out of the shadows near the entrance of this Zeppelin, these vampire hunters that you'd heard of. And they're 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 pulling silver daggers and stakes out. So how is it that you engage with them as they're moving towards you with these bats? So these bats are basically just going to go full on attack formation. So they're mm-hmm. just going to kind of swarm and just, you know, Hit, mm-hmm. hit them, confuse them, just kind of bat them about the mm-hmm. head, as it were. So is it going to be brawl, terrify, shoot? I, mean, I think terrify. I love is it. Is what I would like to go for. Uh, so that's going to be three and then plus one for knights willing servants. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not qualify as an old building, <laughs> the Zeppelin or the no. Tower, I don't believe, no, in this no, time frame. No, no, so no, no. just rolling the four dice. Okay. Oh, right. So confused. Like, where the (laughs) fuck did you get these bats? (laughs) And probably a little uh, not so keen on the idea that they're like (laughs) under her control, (laughs) not sort of independent bats that make their own decisions. Uh, That is a lolly and a six. Nice. So that's four successes. Yes. What you saw is from the closest vampire hunter shook something at you and you feel a stream of holy water come arcing towards you. They got three successes. How would you like to Um, allocate your uh, points? Your objective of getting the objective for uh, the Fuhrer's Zeppelin is a six. You only need to get six to get through this objective and get to the broadcast suite. Okay, um, so Arena will take two for defense and okay. two towards the objective. Okay, so uh, you're able, your bats push through and crush past a few of these. Uh, you're able to move deeper into the Zeppelin, but you do take an injury. Roll a d6. Yes, this is fun. This is fun seeing where these injuries come from. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. It's a headshot. Uh, so I get plus two to my brawl and minus two to my con. So what's it look like when this holy water does it, it hits your, your raw scalp? And exactly, your, your... exactly. Because like her hair was already ruined and kind of torn up before. And so that is exactly the spot where all of this. Uh, so you feel this burning into your brain and it just sends you into a rage as this holy water just starts to eat away at your skull. Who, uh, as Arena screams and begins, you know, smoke begins to come off of her already ruined scalp. Who arena is next to act against these vampire hunters in the Zeppelin? Yeah, so as we kind of just talked about, kind of feeling a little sheepish at Flint being kind of independent bat and kind of releasing all of these bats under control, uh, she will see what Flint does next. 
Ah. Uh, you know what? I got one more use in my steel claws. Let's do some brawling. I love it. So I get two for that. Um. Yeah. Oh god, I got two, three, four, five, six successes. So did I. Because for oh. these guys, sixes count as twos, just like for you. Damn. Six on six. How do you want to handle this? How do you want to allocate um, your successes? So first, I would like to spend, if I can, um, two blood to reduce their threat difficulty by one. Absolutely. So we'll take one of those sixes away and we'll reduce it to four successes. Okay, yeah. So then I will use um, the four to block and then the other two to advance. Okay, so what's it look like as you push through these vampire hunters and get deeper in the Zeppelin? Um, so Flint does, like, I imagine, like, at this point, Flint still has some of their um, momentum from coming up the uh, the tower. And mm -hmm. so they roll through, and he screeches some shit at the other bats and helps redirect them into a better attack plan. And together... They kind of like rip at these guys, uh, go for the eyes and everything as Flint uh, moves between the bats to continue into the room. So you see these bats, this swarm of bats. They hit one of these guys and they peel his face off of his head and he goes falling back and screaming and knocks another one of these vampire hunters back. And you've got a clear path through this hallway going deeper towards the broadcast center. Who do you think would be behind you? Cosgrave or Chuck? Let's roll a die. Uh, that would be Chuck. What? Hi, sorry. I was just thinking of funny things about Oklahoma. Oh, hey, there's a bunch of dead people on the ground. Okay, here we go. Go blazing. Pow, pow, pow. As he starts running in. Um, does, so, uh, he's going to look for, I guess what he wants to do is he wants to try to find, like, he's looking around desperately for, like, the, the way in he wants to find like a like the door into the into the area like to see what whether it's like is it reinforced is it like does it look like it's it's like specially um kind of kind of specially designed to kind of keep folks out does it look like a like a modern day pilot door or something like that now when you're looking down the hall you see it's a large thick mahogany double door i mean the inside of this zeppelin is made up to look like a palace so you don't think it's specially reinforced because because the Fuhrer never imagined anybody other than his closest counsel ever being on his Zeppelin. But it's at the end of this hall. It opens up into a little atrium, and then you see these double doors right in front of you. And you guys are very close to them at this point. Okay, he's going to run up to them. Uh, and uh, I think what he wants to do is he wants to... Um, I'm going to say that they're probably like... So I'm going to so run into the atrium... Looking around, uh, plants? Who puts plants on a freaking? Why is there? Whatever. And then uh, I want to go into. I want to basically try to use my fix ability to essentially mm -hmm. like rig the doors uh, to explode inward. Uh, so like it kind of creates this like breaching charge, basically, mm -hmm. uh, to throw them in. And <laughs> be like, hey y'all, 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 y'all. When it opens up. And we come popping in. I want everyone to say, surprise! 
lines, okay? It'll be funny. It'll be Cosgrave. It'll be funny. Ah, man. Uh, so he's going to try to <laughs> gonna, give yourself you know, a, give yourself a bonus dice for that as you as you run up and affix explosives to to blow the doors as these vampire hunters are coming at you. I'm going to use Jesus my tool Christ. belt and hopefully my jury rigging. Sorry for my cursing there, but I rolled six dice and I did not get above a two on six what? dice. <laughs> That's terrible. It's it a is terrible. I was rolling earlier. Oh, God. I have rolled the opposite, my friend. I rolled three sixes and three ones. That was I keep I do this a lot where I like roll like really high and really, three sixes and three ones. Um, so you're being swarmed by these vampire hunters as you as yeah. you fix these explosives. So what's it Stop look it. like when you Stop. Get down. Stop. Stop. I'm trying to do something. He just grabs him. <laughs> okay. Jay. Mm. Oh, that's minty. Minty. <laughs> Why do you taste minty? I don't know. And then uh, the other one comes up. So, like, there's probably, I guess, three of them. So, the other one kind of gets on him, like, kind of pulling on him. Like, Cosgray, leave me alone. Cosgray. Oh, you ain't Cosgray. Hey, come here. <laughs> And gets him too. And then like, hey, you fella, come here. Come here. I'm not going to hurt you. No, I want to show you something. You see, this is what I'm doing. This here little wire goes to this little charge. Okay. No, look close. No, a little bit closer. Closer. <laughs> and then he will let it go off. <laughs> and he's basically just dripping now. And like the necks and the viscera of all these different Nazis on the ground. And he uh, he's like, oh oh even better this is even better he's gonna fix the, the the bodies up under the wall so they fly in with the door uh, at the same time again everyone we're gonna say surprise okay yes, everyone yes, yes all right yes one two three so six six successes I'll, I'll put it all towards like the objective or whatever so you 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 bypass the objective Ex explain what it looks like when these doors and corpses go blowing into hitler's broadcast suite so i wanted i wanted to to just just go in more than i intended like i want it to be overwhelming like chuck just chuck doesn't know how to do things like in the middle it's either he goes all out and so the door just just comes in more as shrapnel than as like one solid piece and mm -hmm. it just kind of rains left and right so there's any windows you hear like ting 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 is like the windows start to, to crack here and there the bodies just explode uh and he was thinking they were all gonna be in like one big piece and everything so in addition to like this massive like shrapnel it's just everything's coated in red and you just see like little things once the dust settles you see little drips of blood here and there so whoever's on the inside is now like coated and like shards of, of of Nazi bone and and mahogany wood and dripping with with blood. Okay, everybody, surprise! <laughs> surprise! surprise. <laughs> that boy, Flynn, good job. That was you really working on your enunciation. And what you see is a suite that had once been, you know, opulent, with great banners hanging from every walls and an iron basalt uh, lectern standing atop a staircase. And this entire room has been shredded by shrapnel and blood. From behind the lectern, which is still standing at the top of the staircase, you see a terrified face of a man with slicked black hair and a tiny mustache, completely um, gaunt with fear and terror, gibbering, 
But before him, at the bottom of the stairs, something shakes the rubble off and stands up. And it's the one thing you've heard whispers of since Fang was formed six months ago. The dreaded Nazi werewolf werehund stands. And he's got electrodes in his body and he's got these cables flowing with fluid between something on his back. These huge claws and this great fanged maw. And you hear them clicking and scraping and he lets out a horrendous howl. And it's the only thing standing between you and Hitler's blood is the werehund. So werehund is itself um, a challenge, a threat. So it's a it's a it's a threat of ten, and it's the last challenge you have to get past to get to Hitler's blood. Uh, before we left the other room, would I have been able to search for an equipment? Sure. Or is that too fast? Ah, give me a short search roll. Uh, two successes. I will say you get two uses back of any one piece of equipment that you've got. Excellent. Thank you. You are welcome. And as you guys move in through these shattered windows from the explosion, you see the full moon hanging ominously in the sky outside of the dirigible. The howling from the room seems to echo out of the dirigible and around the city. You see the mutilated corpses from the exploding door around the werehund's feet as it picks up the entrails of one and stuffs it in its mouth. What do you do? And who goes first? Would, uh, would, since I took the head of, oh, never mind. I asked that question. Earlier. Never mind. Somebody go. Uh, I vote Cosgrave because I don't think he got a turn last round, right? And I will say, you drink his blood, you do get to activate an advantage. Um, so if you haven't had that opportunity yet, feel free to take a snack. Cosgrave, what would you like to do? I'm going to point at one of the Nazis in the room. Well, there's only the Werehund in the room and Hitler. Everything else is dead except for you guys. And you technically are dead too, but. But I mean, there's group. plenty of bodies. I mean, like if you want to reform a corpse, there's plenty was, of visceral limbs about. Yeah, it was more of the point where if the Nazi died, he would explode because of my death burst ability. Mm -hmm. Just say one of the guys that I yeah. was feeding hey, on hey, it's, didn't it's, quite. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 your fiction. If you want to say one of the vampire hunters stumbles in, go for it. Right. Yeah. One of the vampire hunters still standing. I point at him. Whispers a little chant. And you see his arms, his limbs start to engorge. And he just bursts. I love it. He tries to form the worm's mind fure, but uh, but he turns into this giant pulsing uh, bloated muscle thing before he explodes. So what how are you uh what are you doing with this explosion? He wants to like reduce the threat of this werewolf, try to get him distracted or injured in some okay. way. So he sees this start to happen, and this this werewolf lunges at you with its rending claws as you try to uh, harm it.
Got three successes, three fives. You got six successes. How would you like to allocate that? We do still have dice if you want to re-roll as well. True. Okay, I'll spend 200 to re-roll one. Okay. Oh, it's a crit. Sweet. So I got five. Okay, so it had six. I'll spend three to defend the attack. Okay, so you reduce it to three. And then two to eliminate the threats. So I want this explosion to pretty much try and blow off one of these limbs or fingers of this werewolf. Okay, so when you say eliminate the threat, is that a special ability or what? No, I was trying to allocate the dice. It says... Okay. Oh, so you're reducing his threat. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so you take... So yeah, so describe what it looks like when you blow apart one of its its, uh, forearms. Yeah, the the vampire hunter that blew up a blood explosion Hmm. that pretty much rips one of the, his arm from the shoulder sends it flying across the room. Nice. So it's, this werewolf's arm gets shredded, um, but its other claw comes across and rakes deep into you, and you take three. Now, it has a special ability. Um, it's rending claws, so I need you to roll a d6 twice. And a tell me your a, injuries. A two and a six. Okay, so what's two for you? Uh, lost some fingers. Okay, what's the second one on two for you? Uh, my arm is ripped off. So his he he returns the favor and tears your arm off. So both of our arms just go flying across. Yep, the room. they go flying across the room in different directions. What's the six for you? Uh, six of my wars are compromised again. And the second one was that was the grimoire damage. Second is the wards. Okay, so yes, yeah, so your grimoire is damaged and your wards are are shattered as well. So you're down to your last two injuries. Who's next? This one-armed werewolf just tore deeply into Cosgrave, ripping his arm off and disrupting his magic. Cosgrave, who's going next? Let's see, you'll do Chuck. Okay. Chuck, you see this. That's one hot dog right there. Here, here, little puppy boy. Here, little puppy. Oh. Uh, so can we say that the um the guy like his he said he had like all these different like wires and contraptions and stuff mm-hmm. on him of some kind. Uh, can we say some of that is uh, is is metal like the like the gasket the casket? Oh, it definitely is. Definitely, okay. he's 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 got metal all over. He's a cyborg werewolf. Okay, perfect. So he's just gonna like, come here, come out a little bit close. <laughs> The wolf closes with you. And then he's going to pull out his his guns, and then he's going to go the full barrage, fire his guns, and he's going to spit a big honking acidic loogie. So there's just like this aerial assault just coming from Chuck. (laughs) Just going crazy. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, uh, Because it was the last thing I had to use, because he has acid spit. All right. Jesus Christ. Okay, I got a one- one, one, two, three. You're all what terrible awesome against roll. me. Crazy. <laughs> I, I kill, almost killed Cosgrave, and Jesus. All right, so got I got zero, one. zero successes. All right, that's like, add up wonderful. My thing. It's horrid. <laughs> I, I'm appreciating yeah. just how like just impotent this thing is, at, like trying to do its job. It's, it's appreciated. Okay, I just wanted to kill one of you. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm not going to heal anymore, so I'm three in. We don't have the four thing right now, right? No, no. Okay, good, because I just rolled four of them. Or three of them, excuse me. Uh, So that's five total successes. One of them was a crit. Uh, I'm going to use my one to feast on him. Uh, So as I'm firing, blood's coming out, and he's just like, hey, like a frog. His giant lashing tongue just goes out (laughs) and just grabs this and grabs that. Oh, oh, mmm, like spinach. I'm like, papa, whoa. (laughs) Um, And then... (laughs) Did he have any any successes back at me? You said no, zero. All right, I, I rolled absolute crap. Oh dear, I feel kind of bad. Um, I'm, I'm just. Do we do we know how much threat he's got left? Uh, he's eight. He's got eight left. Uh, I will do five then to him. All right. What's I'll it look like as you're shredding into this guy, into this werehound? I feel like in between each one of the tongue, his massive tongue coming out and lashing this piece, he's just unleashing all of these bullets. He's shooting, you know, he's spitting this giant loogie out, like, and, and that, like, wears away maybe like a like a plate that's been infused mm-hmm. to, to protect it. And then as that gets burned down, the bullets come through, and then there's the explosion of blood, the tongue comes out, and then it continues to go. And eventually, as he gets nice and close, he's just like... <laughs> As he just shoves his face right into the middle of where that plate has now been dissolved and the bullets are. So who is following behind Chuck? Um, as Chuck has buried his head into the chest cavity of this Nazi cyborg werewolf. Um, he is just so so Chuck is going to every time he's, he's he's like. So his head's down in his food. And then he comes up and he starts to talk and you can see he's chewing on little bits of flesh. He's like, he's like, hi, Flint. Come on. Let's get some dog eat dog world. Come on. Wait, you're not dog. Or, ah, whatever. And it tastes like sweat and raw meat and cheap leather. Oh, my. Okay. I love me some cheap leather. Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, I'm going to spend two of my blood to unleash a hellish screech. So it's mm-hmm. one of my advances. I'm going to reduce its threat by one. Nice. Um, and then I am going to brawl with this dude. Sweet. I'm going to use my seal claws. That's more like it. Uh, and I'm going to be getting even more blood. Jesus. Okay, I got one, two, three, four, five successes. I also got five successes. Oh, man, okay, so I want to spend one audience die to re-roll this, my two. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got a four, those counts. Nice. Yes, they do. Okay, so um, I'm going to spend the three that we need to advance. And then the remainder, the other three to block. So what's it look like when Flint kills the werehund? Oh, wait, I want to spend two to block because I want one to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get to and, eat him. I mean, okay. but you you did he only had two left. So uh, uh, Flint is ravenous and uh surprise! as he latches onto his neck because that's his new word that he's learned and he's very happy 
And he just latches onto the the werewolf's neck, rips out the jugular, and then continues to gnaw until he gets to spine. And then he happily pulls that out and keeps it as like a trophy. I love it. So what we see is, as you see Chuck's head pull out as Flint dives in and gnaws through this thing's throat. And this three foot tall bat thing pushes its way up into this werewolf skull and distends and cracks the spine and then pops its head off like a helmet. And the werewolf falls. I'm wearing the head. Wearing the head like a helmet. And all four of you, all four vampire commandos, Chuck, Arena, Flint, Cosgrave, you're covered in the blood of Nazis. A hard night. Some of you don't have all of your arms. Some of you have suffered pretty seriously. But from behind the lectern, you see this mewling, sad little Austrian, pale, gibbering, almost mindless in terror now. The stench of defecation and urine wafting off of him as you fall upon the Fuhrer and drain every last drop of blood from his body before you throw him out one of the shattered windows windows of the Zeppelin to fall, 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 landing on an ice sculpture in the middle of the garden party, snapping his spine and leaving his desiccated corpse in Paris. As the sun begins to rise in the east and you fly this treasure trove Zeppelin, away from Paris and towards London, as you have successfully drained Hitler of all his blood and thwarted the Nazi war machine. Thanks, guys. That was a, was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. You know, this, uh, it, this would be great for like three or four sessions where you could actually really hit all of the locations. We I just pulled out a few of the cooler mm-hmm. ones for this one shot to show everybody what it was like. But I had a lot of fun with this. Rowan, Rook, and Deckard always makes amazing games. And I was just excited to have an opportunity to get this out and play it. For the rules that I screwed up out there, please feel free to tell me about them all about them we've only had a few days to look this game over but i really wanted to give it a shot uh so thanks for bearing with us thanks to all of my vampire players for getting into the thick of things and drinking a lot of blood and having a good time (laughs) so uh with that i am uh, i'm going to turn it back over to you jeff all right and aaron that was awesome thank you so much uh i thought that was a lot of fun and uh i think we know who the best Chuck is, right? <laughs> uh, all right. So what do we got going on? We are off tomorrow. We said this a couple of times. We finished up wondering last week. So we're going to take a little well-deserved uh, time off. And uh, what we are, as I just mentioned in chat earlier, we are going to, we are cooking up a Call of Cthulhu campaign. That's going to eventually take uh, the time slot that Wondering was in. If I can do a couple one shots before we fully launch it. But, uh, but for tomorrow specifically, uh, no game for us. Uh, Monday we'll be back though. Uh, we're going to be playing some Fragged Empire, the uh, sci-fi game that we started uh, about a month ago. So very excited. Uh, we might actually dive into some combat for the first time. Uh, Tuesday you can see Aaron, Melissa, myself, and uh, Kipser and Steven as we're going to be playing some Marvel Multiverse role-playing game, our X-Men themed game. Uh, and then next Thursday 
Uh, if you liked werewolves and you'd rather have some competent ones, unlike this dude that we just destroyed, come check out Thursday. Uh, <laughs> or if you're just a big fan of Burger King and weird flirting, uh, then uh, then come watch that too, because that's because we have a little of that as well. Yeah. Uh, if you hate wearing it. shoes, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we got going. Uh, check out the YouTube page as well, Adventures in Lollygag, and we got all our all our games going on over there, both the ones that we're playing live right now, like Monster of the Week and Delta Green, but also plenty of games that we've been playing over the last few years as well. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to find something that you like, that you enjoy. Uh, but that's it for us. Thank you to those of you who hung out tonight, threw out some bits. Thank you to Lost Caravan RPG for the raid. If you haven't followed them yet and you still, and you follow us, go follow them because they're awesome. Uh, and if you came over in that raid, consider, uh, you know, following us. That'd be great. Uh, we're going to raid our buddies over at the Defenders of Cobalt so we can see Chuck number two for tonight. <laughs> uh, but have a great night, everybody. We'll see you. Good night. Bye. Bye.